honestly, I'm a very private person, very private person. I mean, it took me weeks to figure out whether I even wanted to put my face on, on a YouTube video. Mm. Um, just because, I don't know, if people judge you or whatever the case might be. But it'll you know happen. what? It, it'll happen. Yeah. But the main thing that I, that I had to realize was that if you don't put yourself out there um, and in a genuine fashion, um, you're not going to accomplish as much. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. This is episode 848, and I am fired up because I have one of our Brand Creators Academy members coming on, and he is a rock star. Now, he wasn't always a rock star, and that's why I wanted to have him on. He was stuck. He didn't know if he was even going to be able to do this because he's been stuck for a very long time. And what I mean by being stuck is he wasn't doing anything. He was in that paralysis by analysis. He was overthinking things. He was hoping that he was going to finally have that moment where he's like, yes, everything's aligned and now I'm going to go ahead and get started. And he was stuck for over a year and then he finally made the decision to go for it and to just go all in, even if this wasn't going to be his, you know, his brand that was going to be there for the next 20 years. And that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is they're like, I just want to make sure that this is the thing that I'm always going to have. And I'm always going to be building for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years. Well, you guys know how I feel about that, right? You're always going to have a pivot somewhere along your journey. And uh, if you don't know, I wrote a book about that, really. It's called The Take Action Effect, and it talks all about pivots. But it also talks about being stuck and how to get unstuck. And that's why I wanted to have Octavio come on. Octavio has really demonstrated the power in taking action. He joined our academy just over seven, maybe eight months ago. And I wanted to really talk to him about being stuck, but then what actually helped him get unstuck? The cool thing is, is now he's a content machine. He's actually in our group a lot, helping and sharing other members now with their content or with building their email list or doing videos. He's doing a whole bunch of videos now for YouTube and he's going to share with you what it was like to be stuck, but how he got unstuck. And then we're gonna talk about how he got one of his pieces of content recently to rank on page one of Google. So already starting to get some traffic, building his email list, doing videos, doing all of the right things. But how did he get unstuck? And uh, I think you're going to take a lot away from this interview. Now, one little thing I want to remind you, depending on when you're listening to this, is we are opening Brand Creators Academy on July 6th. Another reason why I wanted to have Octavio come on right? Total transparency here, guys. I want to highlight people that are in Brand Creators Academy to number one, share with you and inspire with you their stories, but also show you what we're doing on the inside. And hopefully, maybe one day, 
you'll want to join us. If this is that time, then definitely be ready on July 6th. And if you want to uh, have more information or know more information on Brand Creators Academy, head over to brandcreators.com. Make sure that you download the checklist there. There's a little area there that says checklist. Make sure that you download that, and then we'll be notifying you when we actually open enrollment. Now, if you miss this one, if you're listening to this later after, maybe you're listening to it in August, we do open about four times per year for five days. We do that because we want to be able to pour all of our energy and time into our members. So again, if you're interested, definitely, definitely go over there and get that checklist. And even if you don't join, you definitely want to grab that checklist. All right, so I'm going to stop talking so we can listen in on this conversation that I had with Octavio. and He's going to share so much great information. You're not going to want to miss it. All right, welcome back, guys. This is episode eight. 48 of the Rock Your Brand podcast, and I am excited because I have a really cool guy to have on and really share some insight with us today. Octavio, what's happening, my friend? How are you doing? What's up, brother? Uh, rock Your Brand. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my uh, Rock Your Brand uh, sleeve and uh, spiked wristband just for the occasion, so I'm happy to be here, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, I want to paint the picture here because people that are listening aren't going to see the the actual arm sleeve that you have on. But just to kind of paint the picture here, when I first got on with you to do this call, you had the long mullet, uh, not even a mullet, that was actually full grown. That was over the year. <laughs> so uh, that wasn't even a full mullet. You had the bandana on and you had arm sleeves. And I asked you, because I, I didn't know, I, hadn't, I haven't ever seen you in person without any sleeves on. And I'm like, dude, are they, is that real ink? And you're like, no, man, their sleeves got them on Amazon. <laughs> so dude, I appreciate you going to that length to basically yeah. come on here and really rock your brand. So dude, you did an awesome, awesome job. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. The reason why I wanted to have Octavio on is because we opened uh, Brand Creators Academy. Gosh, what was it? Has it been seven months now? Something like Almost, that? Yeah. Yeah. Something yep. like that. And you were, um, you were, you know, one of our early members in, in the group. And uh, well, you've made quite a bit of progress. And, uh, and you've also really done a great job of just taking some massive action, getting out of your own way and getting it done. And I wanted to have you on just to kind of talk through what took you so long in a sense, right? Why were you, why were you uh, stuck? And then let's just kind of talk through and help people that are stuck but also lead people through this process and, uh, and really just try to give people some things that they can take away from this, uh, this episode. So why don't we get started with like, when you were thinking about joining us in Brand Creators Academy, where were you at in the journey? Yeah, great question. So I've, I've been, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, I've been consuming content for years, just looking at, I've, 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 uh, I feel like I'm an entrepreneur at heart, um, but have just been a little bit too risk averse to really pull the trigger on anything. And so, uh, you know, it, it's, I mean, I've been through, uh, I've been evaluating different modalities and different business models, uh, everything from uh, private label, uh, going through the jungle, jungle scout protocol and stuff like that to, um, a, a bunch of other, uh, YouTube video and YouTube led, um, recommendations for starting up a business or selling online. Uh, I even I even went to the point uh, where I identified a product um, and placed an order 
uh, with a manufacturer in China. And I think it must have been divine intervention or something like that. But that order was canceled by the manufacturer. And something something about an inspector coming in uh, and deeming that whatever they had produced for my order wasn't uh, viable to ship. So that got canceled, which was so heartbreaking because I'd gone through this whole process of vetting out and um, trying to uh, vet out the product that I was going to do and was ready to throw it up on Amazon. And then all of a sudden it gets killed. So that, Mm -hmm. that really took the wind out of my sails. And then, uh, but all along I'd been listening to your podcast and um, more and more I saw you moving towards brand and, and uh, brand focus and the creation of a brand. And I liked the idea of being able to build something that first drew the traffic and then later on can potentially swing into product. So it, it had, it struck a lot of positive chords for me in terms of allowing me the time to learn how to do this and then later on focus on monetization. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I really liked, uh, I really related. So there's, as you guys know, if you guys are watching YouTube videos and, and content online, there's a, a bunch of different types of personalities. And I, I literally had three different people that I was ready to pull the trigger on with regards to courses. And um, I really just decided that, um, your personality, your um, approach uh, was just so genuine and so relatable that that's really where I wanted to uh, kind of place my bet, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'm, 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 I say I'm frugal. My wife says I'm cheap. Uh, but <laughs> so, so, so when I do go and invest in something, I'm, I'm frugal and cheap on the things that don't really matter. When it comes to things that matter, I have no problem spending money on that because I, I know that I want quality. Mm-hmm. And so once I, so once I decided to go through with BCA, um, it was almost like a personal challenge to myself to see if I was going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and between uh, the way the lessons were laid out on the portal and between especially how we got so much support from the community, it just clicked with me. It clicked and, and it's, uh, and I committed to myself to not only learn the process, but I really, really wanted to, um, be a part of the community and give back as much as possible. Um, and, because yeah, you, you really have, by the way, I mean, I think once you got past just kind of doing it right, like, okay, I got to do this, but then I think you, and you might not even known known that you were doing this, but I think you also probably learn by sharing and showing and teaching, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something that I ascribe to that that a a mentor of mine taught me one time. And he says the best way to learn something is by, uh, I think you, you, you see it first, then you do it and then you teach it. So see, see it, do it, teach it. And, and that's what I decided to do. It's a, I, I, I honestly, I rewatched some of the videos on the portal 10, 20 times because I just, I didn't want to miss anything and I wanted to go in. And when I was literally building my website, I had one tab open with uh, you or Chris doing the lesson. Then I had another tab open with me literally performing what was being taught in the other tab. And I would stop it, go do it, and then finish that up, double check that everything's fine, and then go back to the video and hit play. And then the next step and literally do that, go back to the other tab. And it was time consuming, but you know what? It worked. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, it, I, again, I, I want a lot of people that are listening that are stuck or they're confused or it was funny. I just literally, Octavio, I just got off with another one of our members, Karen. Um, and uh, Karen. we have a bunch of Karens in the group, but, uh, um, but I had Karen on and um, I met her at BAL at our live event. And she said to me, she said, Scott, there's something that you said to me that allowed me to actually get going. Cause I've been, again, same thing in that learning mode, right? The consumption, the, the consuming of the content, like it's easy to consume. It's harder to do, right? Absolutely. Like we gotta be able to actually take action as I'm plastered here in my office with, right? Like the, these are the reminders because without action, there is no result period. We yeah. can't even make a, a, we can't even make, you know, any type of decision if we don't start to see a result. But she had said to me, she said, you know, I told you that I was going through this person's course and I was going through this one and I was going through your stuff. And, and I looked at her and, I, and she reminded me of this and she said, listen, you got to just pick one and you got to go. You got to yeah. just start and you got to put the blinders on and just go. And now she has, and she's doing, oh, she's going to, she's going to crush it. She's basically out there uh, putting out content, lot, Facebook lives, blog posts, digital downloads, all kinds of crazy things, good things. Yeah. But she's finally got that rhythm and that momentum. And now she's like, you know, we're talking and I'm like, do you realize all those Facebook lives you're doing? You're getting data behind the scenes. You're getting a custom audience that's being built that we can retarget later. She's like, I didn't even know that. I go, but see, you're doing something. Now we can use that as an asset. Exactly. Um, so the reason why I'm saying that Octavio is because you're, you're another perfect example, right? You, you sat there on the sidelines, but now you're in the game, right? You're in the game. Yeah, it's you know? true. And, and, and Scott, I, I never mentioned this to you, but I had actually booked a flight and booked a hotel um, for BAL. And then last minute, because I had, I had not been doing my end of the bargain, I yeah. canceled. And, and, I, and I really oh, wish man. I hadn't. But, but after I canceled, um, it came toward the end of the year, towards when, when um, BCA uh, opened up. Yep. And I jumped back in and I said, look, I said, I've, I've told myself, I said, I've got one more month before the end of the year. And if I don't make some progress now, then I was almost ready to give up, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. Mm -hmm. And that's when BCA started. And that's when I got everything off the ground. So did, did I, you watch the recordings of uh, BAL? Yeah, I have. I've, I've watched uh, many of them. Not all of them, but it was amazing. What an amazing event. Dude, you missed out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to miss the next one, so yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was an amazing time. It was actually funny. I was just looking through some footage yesterday um, for a piece that we want to put on the website, and I was going through one of my presentations. I was like, damn, that was a good event, man. That was fun. Uh, wish we could go back there. And this year, you know, we had to – we had to postpone this year's coming up. Sure, so we're going to push sure. it to 2021, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was great. But yeah, to, to your point, it's like, until you get in the game, you really can't, you really can't, uh, you know, see results of any kind. So what was the, I guess, okay, let's, and I want to take people through like your brand build a little bit. And I know I mean, sure. and you can share whatever you want and you can, you know, not share whatever you want as well. I don't care. I'm going to leave that up to you. Yeah, but yeah. I just want people to understand that when you were at this point, did you know your market? Did you know, did you, did you validate the niche? Like when you entered into this, were you 100% certain or were you still at the I don't know stage? 
I was still at the I didn't I don't know stage to be honest with you. There were there were a ton of uh, I had gone through the the niche validation and I had made a list of all the I, I'd done I did everything I did the touch list I did a, a list of passions I did a list of things that my family and friends are into, yep. and uh, and this is one of the things that I I, I really want to impress upon people that are watching is that eventually you've got to choose. Eventually yep. you just have to choose and take action. And and so so I chose. I chose my, the, the way I chose my niche was, was it was something that um, I had been personally affected with. So I'm in the plant-based diet uh, niche. Um, and, uh, and it was something that uh, I wanted, I was affected. So basically my next door neighbor um, was, had stage four pancreatic cancer. And uh, I remember I was off at college one time and I came back home to visit my family and, and I saw him pulling out the garbage cans uh, on, on trash day and went out to go say hi. And when I, when I went to say hi, he was ashen and gray and had, uh, you know, his lymph nodes were all uh, swollen. Mm. He, he didn't look good at all, man. He, he looked, really, mm. you know, like one, one foot in the grave. And I asked him what was going on. I said, whoa, what's, what's happening? And he told me a story. And he said how he had gone through three rounds of chemo and, and, and radiation and it didn't do anything. And he was about to go see a holistic uh, doctor. Mm. And that was, that was all the conversation was. And then fast forward six months, later and I run into him again outside and he's got color he's vibrant he looks healthy and I said what the heck happened and yeah. it turns out that this this homeopathic or naturopathic doctor whatever put him on a basically a whole foods plant-based diet and it put his his particular cancer into remission that was stage four pancreatic so I'd never heard of that before I never, no. never I didn't I didn't know anything and maybe it was something else who knows uh, yep. But but yep. that that was a huge contributing thing. Um, in addition to that, um, my our family, my you know we come from a Latino background, and my wife's side of the family, especially, most men don't live past sixty. Oh, I mean, wow. and, and and so they all died of heart attacks, or they all died oh, of wow. strokes, or all that, and it's all it's all it's all dietary based, man. Mm. So so a couple of different things really influenced me to go this way. I had been into fitness since I was in high school, kind of took a decade off in, in my 20s mm -hmm. after college mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and then got back into it in my mid-30s or so, and, um, and finally had a really impactful event in 2015 where I, I joined a local gym and met uh, a, an instructor, a, a trainer, a coach that really impacted my life and uh, through fitness, but also, also through nutrition. And so it really, I really learned that nutrition was like 80% of the game. And so mm -hmm. that's when I started kind of becoming my own guinea pig, testing out different things in terms of um, how it affects uh, how I feel, how it affects mm -hmm. my, my weight. Um, I dropped 40 pounds back then. Uh, I, I ran a half marathon. I ended up running my first marathon. And so I hit all these like achievements that I never thought was possible for myself. So, so just really fell in love with the nutritional side of it. So make a long story short, I knew that that would be a good fit for me. Um, and, and so bottom line, I wanted to help as many people as I could to live longer and healthier lives. That was the main goal for dadgoesgreen.com. Mm. And, and so the other, the other part of it was that I, I'm not tech. I'm not tech savvy. Um, the other part I really wanted to show, and this is a big theme in my life, is I've always wanted to show my kids by example that they can do something. And so they always call me old, you know, even though I'm, I'm, I'm late 40s, right? But to them, I'm old. 
I just yeah. want to show them that you're never too old to pursue your dream. You're never too old to start something new or to go after uh, what you want, especially if it's going to add value to the world and leave the world a better place. Mm. No, I love all of that. And I'm glad that you shared like all the way even back to when you, you know, you seen your neighbor, you know, with the trash and then that kind of just made a big impact on you. And, and so it's funny how those things sometimes lead us to where we're going to be going, whether it's a year or 10 years or 20 years, um, it kind of comes, comes full circle. Yeah. Um, and I do love it that, you know, now that I've seen you from nothing, right? Not nothing, but I'm saying like you had nothing, you are something, yeah. trust me, yeah. you are something, man. Thanks, God. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, from having nothing as far as like a website or content or any of that stuff and never shooting a video really and publishing it or any of that stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like you fast forward to where you are now. And it's like people in the group are looking up to you as like, wow, this is like a content creating machine. Like, mm -hmm. and you're giving advice and you're showing people your, your, uh, you know, the way that you create thumbnails for your YouTube videos and and all that stuff. And even, I mean, even now you're, you're like showing people how to, uh, how to find their writers and giving them a script that they can, or a template that they can use on, on free up or Upwork or any of that stuff. So it's just really awesome to see that. And I know that now you just needed that start. You needed that spark. Um, and now I also think that you sharing that is only going to help you even more, right? Because like you said, yeah. teaching it just helps you all the more. I can see that. Yeah, I, well, I'm honored to I'm honored to be a part of the group and to contribute to whatever I could do, Scott. But honestly, I'm a very private person, very private person. I mean, it took me weeks to figure out whether I even wanted to put my face on on a YouTube video, mm. um, just because I don't know if people judge you or whatever the case might be. But it'll you know happen. what? It, it'll happen. Yeah. But the main thing that I that I had to realize was that if you don't put yourself out there um, and in a genuine fashion. Um, you're not going to accomplish as much. And that, that's how I felt anyway. That was my personal story. And so once I did my first video, um, it made it so much easier. It's almost like it broke the ice and like it just like the, you know, the floodwaters just started going. And now I feel like, honestly, it, it, what's so cool about it is that initially I, I had so much hesitation on creating content, figuring out, am I going to write the right blog? Am I going to, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a nutrition expert or anything like that. I don't have any credentials or something to give people nutrition, nutritional advice. But what I learned was that um, I know just a little bit more than somebody starting out. And if that could be helpful in getting them encouraged to get going at least, then they can take it from there. And, and, and all of my advice is all, I, I lean on and, and link to people that know way more than I do. And mm -hmm. so that, that's where I'm, I'm pointing people to the valuable information and it's not necessarily coming from me. So mm -hmm. that was number one. And then um, just like now I see content opportunities everywhere. Like I'll be mm -hmm. like the, the day before yesterday, I think I was making lunch for my wife and I, and I said, I, I was going to make an av avocado toast or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I set up my light and my camera and I said, you know what, I'm just going to film this. You know, and, yeah. and so I'm making, I'm literally making a sandwich here for two and I'm talking into the camera and I'm going to turn that into, well, actually what happened was the avocados weren't ripe. So oh, I, yeah. I shut it down and I said, oh man, this, this video shot. So, and then I thought, no, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take these lemons and I'm going to turn it into lemonade. So I, I fired it back up again. 
and I said, I said, hey guys, here's an example of how, uh, how to turn lemons into lemonade. I was planning on doing this video, but I'm gonna show you how I can still make an amazing sandwich out of the stuff that I do have. So I got some hummus instead, and I put that on there, and, I, and it came out beautifully. I had a nice. ton of greens and sprouts and all this other plant-based stuff, and, and I, I finished it up, and I, I said, that's a piece of content right there. And so yeah. every day now, there's an opportunity to turn something that I'm doing into an example and or a blog or training or video or something, because that's genuinely what I'm doing. I'm trying to document my journey and, and, and share that with those that want to follow. If, if, if they register or subscribe to my email list and it turns out that they don't like my content, they can unsubscribe. I, I really want the core people that are interested in going along this journey with me and improving themselves that's who I want to be part of my tribe. That's who I want to be part of my community. And so I'm understanding, and it's a psychological uh, evolution mm -hmm. going through and let and being okay with people unsubscribing to your email list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it is. And uh, you are a very, uh, let's see, how should I say this? Someone that really wants to make sure that you're doing everything correctly. So mm -hmm. there's a slight little bit of perfectionism there. You've gotten a lot better. But there's a lot oh, yeah. of times that you'll ask Chris or I, and you'll be like, so I've been doing this for like three weeks and I'm looking at the data. Should I, you know, and we're like, Just keep doing it. Right. And so how are you able to overcome that perfectionism thing? That's hard, man. That's a great, great question. And that's something that I think is key to people that are starting out. Um, and I honestly, I just embraced a comment that I think you or Chris taught me. And that is uh, something that I'm paraphrasing here, but something like a, um, uh, perfection is the enemy of done mm. or something like that. And so if yeah. you wait until everything is perfect, you're never going to get anything done. Mm. So I, 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 I subscribe to done is better than perfect. Yep. And so, and, and cause I can always go back a, when you're starting out, um, on my first Lord, on my first 20, uh, blogs or so, Nobody's seen those. I'm brand mm. new. You're not even yeah. ranking on Google. Nobody's ever going to run into that for yeah. three or four months. Right. And so you have time if you wanted to, to go back and edit it, clean it up. Um, so you just need to realize that that's the situation that you're coming into when you're first starting your blog. And then number two, um, nothing's ever going to be perfect. Right. And if you're waiting, like I, like I did, if you're waiting for all the ducks to be in a row before you say, okay, I'm going to go, you're never going to get started. Mm -hmm. So when I came to that realization that done was better than perfect, um, it, man, it was like, it was like a rocket booster. And, and from mm -hmm. there on, um, I remember, uh, cause I, I, I try to follow everything that you and Chris uh, put out, um, um, with the transparency that you guys have with your brands in, in the group. And so, uh, I remember you know, because in the group we follow, uh, uh, try to be consistent with publishing one blog per week initially. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing that. And then I found that, I mean, we're, we were quarantined at the time. And after, after I got uh, done with the day with, with work and stuff like that, you know, I would have some free time, right? And I'm like, I could probably do another blog, you know, <laughs> uh, I could probably write, what if, what if I hired one out and wrote one on my own, then I've got two per week. And right. then so slowly the gears started turning that, you know, I could, do more and, and more would probably help and maybe mm -hmm. would even start uh, adding more authority to, I don't know how this works, but I, I figured it yep. might add more yep. authority to how I, how Google sees me and would probably even, uh, lucky my dog is out here. Uh, nice. 
stop dancing. Stop but I, I, yeah. <laughs> Come here, Luck. Let's see. Let's see. That's great. This is, this oh, is Lucky. There he is. Nice. If you guys are listening, you guys can't see Lucky, but Lucky's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, but he, uh, uh, but, but basically I, I came to this like light bulb moment, like you said, that if I were to produce more content, that it might help me rank faster. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and sure enough, I was able to ramp that up and it kind of got addicting. It kind of got, mm. uh, and, and it's become a personal challenge of mine to try to come up with three to five blogs a week now. Um, and a lot of that comes through the help of some great VAs and writers and stuff like that, um, and trying to vet that out. But, uh, and that's something I've gotten kind of good at is kind of mm. hiring, hiring good writers and trying to build a very positive collaboration with them. Uh, I give them a lot of positive reinforcement mm-hmm. and a lot of, uh, we, we, we collaborate a lot throughout the week on the projects that they're working on. So I think it's, they've told me that it's fun for them. It's fun for me. And I feel more and more like every week I'm growing as a, as an entrepreneur, understanding different aspects of what I'm building right now, mm. which, man, I mean, I've only been doing this for six months, Scott. I mean, and yeah. so, so, so the lessons that you guys are teaching in BCA are just very, very applicable and appropriate and real to the moment right now. So I uh, just, feedback for you on that. No, that's awesome. awesome. That's great to hear. And, you know, we always want to make sure that everyone's getting it right. Like, and and you're you're definitely getting it. And I think also your, it's like, once you set someone off and they're starting to do it, it starts to send a set a trend. Right. And we have other people now that are starting to be like, Oh, I better get moving here. You know? So it's, it's kind of like in a good way, competition, if you will, like, sure. like, Oh, I better keep doing this because I'm going to fall behind and you don't want to fall behind and you want to get in the game. And I think that there's, there's some positive, um, things that come with that. And I think by you sharing that it gets people motivated to want to do theirs. And then also sharing, like, I just got the snippet spot in Google. Like, that's awesome. And people are like, that's great, but I want that, you know, and then we're going to work towards it. Right. And then they want to, they want to brag about it a little bit in a good way. And then we, we promote them and we, you know, we, we share them and, and, and reward them with just praise. And I, I think that's what, that's, what's lacking in some of these other communities. And I'm not calling any other community out. I'm just saying, I want ours to be the best at supporting each other. And I don't want it to just be Chris and I, because there's so much more talent in there, including yourself. You're becoming now someone that can help other people. So you're an asset to the group and to people that sit alongside you. So again, I want to thank, thank you, you for doing that. We really appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I mean, I, I, uh, I get just as much, if not more out of helping people. I think, I, I think I really enjoy the teaching side of it as well. So there's a part of my, of my brand that I'm also trying to record my process, little, little bits and pieces about how to do a thumbnail, how to do, you know, how to work with, uh, how to transcribe stuff on Tammy. And just because as if I could put that out there, then other people at my level or, or even, even more rookie than, than me can see that it's possible to actually do this. Even if you're, man, I'm telling you, like I was, I'm not tech savvy, and, right. but, but, uh, but it's working. But, I, and, and so to your comment is um, I didn't want to get left behind. So initially when the portal was open and you guys started publishing videos out there, uh, I devoured the videos and, and mm. I mainly because I didn't want to get left behind. I wanted to do everything uh, the, the brands that you guys were building were maybe three or four months ahead of us. I mm-hmm. wanted to catch up as soon as possible so that right. I can eventually see where my analytics will be in four months. 
That's kind of the way I mentally, I, I wanted to duplicate it almost exactly so that I could see, hey, is my market going to perform the same as this market yeah. over here that, that Scott and Chris yeah. are working in? Maybe, yeah. maybe not. And then, um, uh, and then, then it gets fun. Once you, once you have, like you said, once you take action and you've actually done some stuff, then you have some tweaks that you can, then you have something that you can analyze and go tweak it to make it better. Um, and then it gets fun looking at the analytics. Yeah. So every, every, yeah. It's, it's almost, you know, I, I've got to stop myself from looking at it. Yes. Sometimes. That can be every day, that every day a, I'm in it. That, that could be a problem. So yeah, we do have to, we do have to, to turn that off every now and then, but it is, it is a little bit of a, uh, an addiction when you, when you start to want to see your numbers and stuff. Um, so awesome. So let's give people that are listening that are, let's just say even stuck on the content creation side. Because I mean, everything we talk about does come down to like, how do you create content that serves the market? You're in a competitive market. Like yeah. people would say, you're nuts, man. Like, why would you ever enter into that market? And I can, I could tell you, you're going to do just fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. And you know what? You don't need the whole pie, right? Yeah. You just need a small part of that pie. You're going after long tail. You're going to start leveling up that. And then things are just going to start to really work really well together and start to explode. Um, no matter what market you're in. So I'm okay with that because it shows you have a ton of potential. So let's talk about content creation though. So mm -hmm. how much time now are you spending on filling your buckets of content? Um, because you're doing, three to five, you're doing three to five posts technically per week. You're shooting for, you're aiming for those. You yeah. got to fill those buckets, right? So, so a couple of things that were key realizations for me. Because initially uh, we teach or, or you guys teach uh, to go in and use a couple different resources to find your keywords or to find potential topics. Uh, number one is Google auto suggest, which is amazing. Uh, type in whatever keyword you want and then just uh, space A, space B, space C, go through the entire alphabet to see what it comes up with. And those are some of the, the hottest keywords that Google is recognizing that people are searching for. Hottest right. queries, I guess. Um, right. So that's, so, I would do that literally the day before I would order content or the day before I would sit down to write a blog myself and pick one of those. And I did that probably for the first 10 to 20 uh, blogs. Then after that, I, I think we, we have a very experienced uh, stud in our BCA named Todd Welch, uh, yes. who, who uh, happened to post a, a blog schedule spreadsheet. Um, and I thought, oh my God, this is brilliant. I think you and Chris had mentioned like eventually make a list of all the blogs that, and blog yeah. topics that you want to write on. Right. And I thought, Oh my God, that would save me a ton of, uh, I could just sit down and make a whole list of 52 uh, right. for the whole year. And right. then I don't have to do this research. So that saved me a ton of time. I, I, I sat down maybe for an hour or so and came up with a ton of topics. And then that way, every, every week I knew exactly what I was going to write on. And then once I started hiring out, uh, with writers, then I could, I, I gave them one, uh, for starters, just to see how they wrote. And then mm -hmm. as they, as I felt comfortable with them and as they recognized what I needed or what I was expecting, I would give them chunks of two or chunks of four at a time and let them go at it for the, for the mm -hmm. entire week or for two weeks. And, uh, and then I would check in with them every day or every, every other day. And so one of the things for content creation that I, that I, I put together in that, um, little outline for how I vet writers and, and come up with content is um, I found that for myself, when I was initially blogging, I was just kind of just talking or writing randomly. 
I had no organization at all about how I was putting this content down or the data down. And so somebody mentioned, write an outline. And I said, duh, that makes perfect sense. You know, have an intro, have a paragraph one with an ABC, have a paragraph two with an ABC, have a paragraph three, ABC, and then a conclusion. And I thought just, okay. I said, so what are my paragraph one, two, and three keywords or topics or subheadings going to be? So I, I did that. And then I said, all right, based off of that subheading, what should my ABCs be? And I came up with little topics. And so when you chunk it down to little things like that, then how hard is it to come up with, um, if, if my goal is to write a 1500 word to 2000 word blog, and there I have three major subheadings in there, um, not including the, the intro or the conclusion, if we just did those three, let's say it was 2100 words, that's 700 words per, per right. paragraph or subheading. I mean, that means that each A, B, and C is only gonna be like 200 words, 230 right. words or so. That's easy to write. I could write, I could write, that's like, that's probably like five or six sentences, maybe eight right. sentences or so, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, when you look at it, so that gave me a lot of, that empowered me. That mm -hmm. really empowered me when I said, I could do, if, if I had to go, if I had to break this out and, and write this over the day, that means that I can write in chunks of like five or 10 minutes at a time and do a paragraph at a time. Mm -hmm. And so the realization that of what that really meant in terms of workload, uh, if I was writing it, um, was key. And then mm -hmm. even easier when, or even more important when you're um, hiring out for that blog, because now I can either create that outline myself and give it to a writer, or what I'm doing now is now my writers know my style and what I'm expecting so much that I've put it out to them and said, you come up with the outline and, mm -hmm. and then run it, run it by me before you start. And I, I go through it. And I'm like, yep, that's good. That's good. Let me, let me send you some keywords that I want you to pepper in, in there. And I'll do mm -hmm. some keyword research for five minutes, send them the keywords now. And now they'll, they'll incorporate those keywords within the outline that they've come up with now. And mm -hmm. so now to answer your question in a very long winded answer, that's good. Um, that's good. Very, very little now. Now, now I just literally, I'm, I'm coming up with, um, keywords for each blog, which probably takes me five minutes. Um, and then I am uh, checking in with them. I, I put a little, what I call a milestone of, uh, I want to see their progress at a thousand words okay. uh, or, or 1500 words. So they'll send it to me as they're halfway done with it. I'll review it. It's nine times out of 10. Perfect. Uh, if there are some tweaks or if I want them then to add a little bit more emphasis on one direction, I might send them a, a sentence or two of a suggestion. Um, mm. but then they, they continue, they, they continue with it. They, uh, they finish it up. They add five to seven images on there and it's done. That's awesome. Now, where did you find your writers again? I forget. Was it, um, Upwork? So I started off right now I'm working in Upwork and I've had the okay. most success in Upwork. Um, but I started off at Fiverr paying somebody five bucks literally to do a, a 2000 word, uh, uh, blog. Okay. He's, chase, he's chasing his tail. It's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry about that, oh, but but yeah, oh, I did okay. five. I did Fiverr. Uh, I did uh, Text Broker, and I've done. Hey, keep it down there. Yeah. <laughs> I've done Fiverr, Text Broker. Um, uh, I and then Upwork, Upwork, okay. and, and Upwork now has been the most professional writing that I've seen at uh, at a reasonable price. I mean, I, I pay between twenty and and thirty five dollars for a two thousand word. Uh, blog right now. And that's with images too? 
that's with images and, and that's SEO really optimized. Wow. And that's really so, good. Uh, How many writers do you have right now? One or two? I have two predominantly. I've, I have, I have really four that I work okay. with, but two of them are only periodic. So two, okay. two are doing the bulk of my work right now. And how quickly are they usually turning that around? Every two days. Oh, nice. Yeah. Really good. So having, so having, having two working constantly, I'm actually um, completing five a week right now. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, and so uh, An I'm, animal. I'm cranking. I'm cranking right now. Yeah, and you I, are. You're in, that, hold, you're in the groove, man. I'm in the groove. So I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to keep that momentum up as much as I can. Up until, I mean, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that in, in your brands right now with 160, 180 or so blogs that you're starting to taper back a little bit to two or three. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing that for a couple reasons. Um, one is we're, um, we're number one, we're trying to offload who's handling what, right? Like I've, I've given my VA, my father, um, I've given him a little bit, a little bit too much in certain areas. So I'm trying to streamline that a little bit. And in that process, we're going to pull back and we're just going to kind of look at the numbers too. Like if we pull off the gas a little bit right now, cause we do have a good runway. Um, yeah. You know, what does that look like? Because there's articles that we're ranking for that were produced six, seven months ago that are starting to really show good signs. And I shared that inside of the Academy, that one, actually there's two posts, but there's one of them that's, um, that was written almost one of our first and is starting to get, I mean, it's getting like 2,200 uh, page views a month now. And it's, and it's based around products. So, um, so now we're starting to play with that stuff and um, it, yeah, it's pretty exciting, but uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to go to like two to three right now. Um, on those and see what happens here while we get things kind of like restructured a little bit. And then mm -hmm. also just kind of say like, maybe, maybe that's where we're going to stay for a little while. I don't know. Um, yeah. and, and we'll see if the traffic plateaus or if it, you know, goes up, you know, cause it could still continue to rise because there's a lot of content that hasn't been fully indexed yet. Right. You know, is, is, and this is a dumb question maybe. And, and it goes to show you I'm still a rookie, but is, is that is content creation just, constantly going to be a thing for, for most blogs. You always want to have updated, fresh information or, or do it, do, do people end up, I mean, does anyone ever stop creating uh, relevant uh, new content? Yeah. I wouldn't recommend stopping because then it makes the site seem old and dormant in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, so even if you only wrote like a couple a month, you know, yeah. you're still keeping it active. Um, but if you get to that point, uh, if you're not interested in uh, producing the content anymore and you just want to let off, you can kind of just see what happens um, and then just leave that as like a, a rental property, if you will, right? That you're just going to kind of collect the rent and yeah. you know, be one of those landlords that doesn't take care of the property. <laughs> but if you want to have a good property, you want to go in there and make changes and fixes and, and try to improve it. Um, or you might want to sell it and give it to someone that will give it a little bit extra love, you know? Like yeah, the brand absolutely. that we're going to be selling here recently or that we just kind of locked up, we should be closing in probably mid July. Um, but, um, we just kind of lost a little bit of interest and we wanted to go in different directions. And so it just made sense. And, uh, we're going to hand it off to someone that I think is going to really do good things with it and probably grow it even more. So, um, it's not that you will stop just because you want to stop. It's because you're either not interested in it anymore or you have other things that you're pursuing. Right. Sure. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I love you. that. I mean, you're going to pursue other things. I mean, I know you are. Well, this is, this is, this is, it's a great uh, segue because it already has me, this whole process already has me thinking of the next brand that I'm going to build and the, the one after that, because I see it, I really relate to your comment of how you're the subcontractor or you're the general and you're, 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 you're contracting out different aspects of this. And I love that. I love the, I love the ability to, to rent out 
-hmm. rent out your site to, to get ad revenue or whatever the case might be yeah. and, and and all everything that's around that it's it's a very organic approach to um to serving the market and then having the market you know obviously give you some revenue from that eventually Right. But like you said, you're building attention is really what you're doing and you're getting good at it. Right. So you take the same principle, you look at another market and then you go, can that be done in that market? Well, from right. my experience over here, I've done the validation. I've learned some things through this process too, that I would do maybe differently in the beginning. And now you're going to modify that. So it's kind of like you're finding the plot of land and then you're going to build it. But you, you made mistakes the last time that you drilled or that you dug in shale and you're going to do it different now. You're going to do a different foundation, right? So exactly. you, you learn from each one, but you're carrying all that skill set or all the skill sets that you've created with you. Yeah. Um, and, um, and you're not done. I mean, you got, you got more to do. And, and there's something that we're going to be doing probably soon. And we mentioned this yesterday on our live virtual call but we're probably going to do something with a digital asset that we're going to start to teach how to leverage that. So in your market, and even in the plant-based, that's a great, uh, a great thing that you can do. And just for people that are listening, so just imagine having a little mini, a mini digital funnel that if your market lends itself to it, what we can do is we can have a free lead magnet on the front end. And then on the back end of that, we can sell something that's digital. That could be a guide. It could be uh, templates. It could be, um, you know, just extra resources that are digital that can be downloaded. And then we can offer that on a thank you page. And then also we can offer maybe what we call a bump. And I've seen it done right now. Uh, I've, I've seen it done, done myself, but I've also seen it done with some of my, some of my friends that, uh, that are in this space. They've taken a $35 cart value, only 35 bucks, right? So you're talking a free offer to an upsell or not even an upsell, a thank you page. Uh, hey, here, go get your download before you go there. Here's something I want to give you for a discount. And then from that, that was like 10 bucks. And then there's a $25 offer. I've seen that work at the scale of generating 50K a month just from that. But that's revenue spending 20K on Facebook ads. So having a 30K and all your leads are paid for. So I love that. I love that. that. I mean, pretty, that seems pretty interesting, right? That's amazing. And that's exactly where I want to take this. Uh, so I, I, think, uh, I think digital products would be uh, very appropriate for my market. Yeah. And, and so I think it's cool too, because you're in the Academy and I know that now you're, you're a full blown action taker. So when we do this, you will be the one that will also be in the trenches, getting ready to kind of set this stuff up and give it a test and give it a try, which right. is always good because now it's not working in our market. It's working in your market or it's testing right. it in this person's market. And um, so that's what we have planned too for brand creators academies. We'll be, we'll be working on stuff like that. Um, email marketing is always a big topic. We talked about doing a pop-up workshop on that. So yeah. just a lot of cool things, but all of this stuff comes back to getting attention and then driving that attention to either products or affiliate offers or just getting ad revenue. I mean, that's, it's that basic premise, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. And then one of the things that we, we didn't mention so much, but is, is a huge value for me in, in BCA is, you know, other, other courses or other uh, YouTube videos that I've seen or other, other leaders. Uh, they talk about general principles, but in BCA, we go into and deep dive into each other's specific websites mm. and specific niches and without worry, because we, we all recognize that we're doing it the way we're doing it. And if somebody else wanted to, to copy that, I mean, that would be a different flavor and different, different approach sure. uh, completely. And there's something to be said about that because uh, we are talking specifics now in yep. terms of how this is working in this site or that site or that market or this niche. 
And that's mm. huge. It's huge. I, I've, I've never, I've never seen anyone else do that. And, and it offers a lot of uh, support and a lot of encouragement for those who are going through that. Yeah. And I think what you're referring to as well is like our, our, we do some we, um, website Wednesday reviews, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we kind of dig into people's websites and I've heard so many people say, Scott, I learned so much just by watching you dig through someone else's site. And now I can apply that to my site, but it's a real example. It's like us looking at your website and giving the recommendations or things that are really good and things that we would tweak. And, and then you guys go out there and you kind of make the, you know, you make the implementations that we, that we talk about and that's what it's all right. about. So um, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is a big, a big deal. So, um, all right, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, we'll probably have to have Octavio back on and maybe we can have him even give us some content creation tips and advice because he's becoming a legend in our group here. So, uh, we'll definitely probably get him back on, but, uh, Octavio, uh, what would you leave someone with that? Uh, and I don't even want to say for joining brand creators Academy. I mean, I would love people to join, but just people that are at the point where they're just, they're just stuck and they're just thinking to themselves, like, I just don't know where to go. Right. Yeah. Like, I just don't know where to, where to, I, I'm just so like overwhelmed with everything frustrated. What would you tell that person? You know, I, I would just tell them to uh, make a decision and move forward with something, move forward with something. If, it, if it's uh, like for me, uh, I recognize uh, later in life that I work best, if I'm held accountable by a coach or a mentor. So for me, I recognize that, and that, that might cost you some money. Um, but for me, um, and I did that with my trainer uh, in 2015 when I, when I started with him, and he, he was pricey, man. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My wife, my wife told me, will you, will you come with me to this gym? Because they have like an eight-week challenge or something like that. Yeah. And it's, it's 100 bucks a month or something like that. Um, and I just want to do it for these eight weeks and then we'll roll over to like a 24 hour fitness or LA, LA fitness or something like that at like sure. 9.99 a month. And so yeah. my intention from the get go was we'll do this for eight weeks being the cheap dude that I am. And then we'll roll over into a nine, nine, a $10 a month subscription. That but you know what? Good, yeah. I got so many, I got results with mm. that, with that trainer, with that coach that it made them, it made the investment worthwhile. So for me, I, that was my example to show me, you know what, sometimes maybe a good investment will reap you rewards. And so if, that's, if, if you can relate to that, consider um, putting your money where your mouth is, man, and see if maybe that will kick yourself in the butt to, to start to take some action. For me, it did. Uh, mm -hmm. For me, you know, putting out a, little, a good amount of money uh, um, to find a, a very knowledgeable and um, experienced mentor was the difference between night and day for me to get this thing off the ground. And then that also gave me access to other people that were in the same boat as I was with the same mentality, all go-getters, all ambitious people from various parts of life, um, all with the same desire to build their business and starting at different levels. Like some people are six figure or more uh, Amazon sellers. Some people like myself are starting from scratch. Right. But you know what? The, the beauty is that everyone comes to the table with the mentality that I'm going to contribute. Um, whether they're quiet or whether they're outspoken or not, they're going to contribute in their own little way. And we're all going to learn this thing together. And that's, that's what makes this particular group so special. But just for, for whatever you're looking at is just find, make a decision to move forward today. Don't wait for, until everything is perfect and lined up. Make 
a decision today and move forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Octavio. And you know what? I was I was really kind of distracted by the uh, the wrist uh, the wristband thing that you got on there. Uh, you really were. Yes, yes. Uh, if you guys are watching the video, you see it. But if you don't, it is the uh, the tat sleeve and the uh, the studded um, <laughs> the studded bracelet or whatever that thing's called. That looks yeah, so yeah. real, man. That looks right? really good. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Uh, I just want to, again, thank Octavio. And uh, just like Octavio said, it's like, no matter where you're at, you got to start. Like, period. Like, I don't, if it's with me, if it's with, you know, Brand Creators Academy, if it's with someone else, it doesn't matter. Whatever you do, you need to own up to it and you need to get started. The only way you're going to get results is to get started. So, Octavio, Thank you, my man, for coming on and really lighting this place up, man. And also <laughs> loving the rebrand, by the way. You loved the rebrand when I announced it, didn't you? I owned it, and I, I love it. Really related. I related to it, and, uh, and I'm fully on board, Scott. You, you know that. But thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, happy to come on back anytime you need it, Scott. Awesome. Thank you, Octavio. My pleasure. Take care. All right. Well, I wasn't kidding, right? What an awesome interview with Octavio. And I am just so grateful that he's part of our community because you can just see how our academy, how our our tribe, if you will, it just really does support each other and it becomes stronger and stronger. And when we're willing to share inside of the academy with just the niches that people are building their brands in, it just opens up the opportunity to help each other even more. And Octavio is just one of our members that's doing exactly what I'm talking about here, and that is helping each other. We want to see each other succeed. We want to help each other when we're struggling because it's not always easy, but we're always there to help each other. So hopefully you got a ton of value from this and at the very least, hopefully it's inspired you and motivated you to get unstuck, but you have to be the one that decides to get unstuck. And it can be either because you join us in Brand Creators Academy and we help you with that and you surround yourself with positive, really outgoing people, people that are taking action, or just do it yourself and surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to be doing. And I'm telling you right now, it definitely rubs off when you're around those types of people. So if you are interested in joining us inside of Brand Creators Academy, and it is July 6th, or maybe the week of July 6th, depending on when you're listening to this, definitely join us. We'd love to have you. And if it's maybe later down the line, well, we'll still be there, and we'll welcome you with open arms. All right? So guys, this is episode 848. The show notes, the transcripts, all the goodies can be found at brandcreators.com forward slash 848. You can find it out all over there. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand.